Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hello, rally friends, and a very warm welcome to Spin the Rally Pod. It's a post rally Estonia edition, and this time it's just myself, Colin Clark, and our head of media, David Evans. You almost I, forgot who I was. I, I, what are you, you going to line on that thing? Go and line that thing. Go and line that. Because I'd like to be able to talk to you. So if just, I'm lying across there, I won't be able to see you. There are, it, one of the best things about there's so many amazing things about Rally Estonia. I've got to say, I'm really sad. Sunday night. We, well, we can move them. They're movable. I'm sure. Well, I can move it so I'm I can sure look at you. we will be back. No, you don't need to move it any closer. Oh, we, we, are, we will be back in Estonia, but we're not coming back next year. But we are looking forward to going to Latvia. That's very exciting. But I'm just sad. I love this place. I love this country. And I'm going to take a photo of Colin. And then we can... So you can see what we're lying on. They are... As I was saying, one of the good things about Estonia is that they look at design and all aspects of life in a very different way. And there's this, it's not a sofa, is it? It's, it's a big, it's an enormous pillow. It looks like I a, love a it. Rock. The design is wonderful because they're young, they're exciting, they're vibrant, they've got energy, Estonian people, and it's reflected yeah. in the architecture and design. Look at this table. I've been looking at this table for the last 10 minutes. It's, it's beautiful. I'll take a photo of the table. It's absolutely we, we beautiful. Were, so we were driving into, into town and Colin got unbelievably, <laughs> waxed unbelievably lyrical about uh, a bridge a railway bridge <laughs> and two <laughs> railway tunnels yeah. <laughs> which they were very nice but anyway we should move on to rallying <laughs> yeah let's move on to rallying david uh, rally estonia uh, as you mentioned it, it may be but fingers crossed it isn't the last edition of rally estonia um it delivered as, as it always does you know delivered, what did it deliver it, it delivered in terms of well let's let's uh, it's a long list david it mm. delivered in terms of organization ah, yeah. it delivered in terms of uh, planning, it delivered in terms of atmosphere, it delivered in terms of crowd control, it delivered in terms of uh, how they look after the teams in the service park, it delivered in terms of the media centre, do you want me to carry on? It delivered in, delivered terms, in of sushi. terms of sushi, we had a great sushi <laughs> restaurant, uh, but you know, most importantly, it gave us a spectacle from start to yeah. finish. We had well, a my only point of asking that was that I don't think we'll reflect on this as a tremendous sporting competition. But what you did, you've, you've primarily forgot to mention there, what it delivered was a spellbinding mm. performance from Kelly mm. Robin Perra. Perhaps one of his absolute best. I'd agree. You know, someone else has messaged me saying it was a bit disappointing, the competition. But you had a battle yesterday morning, Saturday morning, for the no, lead. It was a pseudo battle. It wasn't really a battle because Neville never really... Engaged, engaged. Him, he? he never engaged. He was he was dancing a little bit. He was kind of he was a bit like a boxer, and then yeah. he kind of you know he, he faces he up one to on him. the chin. He starts that. No, he didn't even take one on the chin. He's dancing around and then thinking, Nah, I don't want any of this, and disappeared off out, and the, jumped ring. out the ring. Jumped out the ring in much the same way we would. <laughs> yeah. We wouldn't even have got into the ring. No, we wouldn't. Absolutely. Um, but but we had a battle for third, and, and from well, yeah, but as a battle for second, second or third. It's not, you know, yeah, it's, all right, all right, I agree with you. It's you not know, it's ideal. like Formula One when they're focusing on the fight for 10th 
yeah. is a bit dull. It's not you know, ideal. It's not ideal. straws a wee bit there. But if you don't get a great competition, yeah. you get absolute dominance. And as yeah. long as Calais doesn't go on and win nine or ten championships in the way that Sebastian Loeb did, not suggesting that Sebastian Loeb's in any way boring. No. But there were times when it was like, oh, goodness me. No, David, we're free to talk um, and, and express exactly how we want to. You know, Sebastian Loeb was never boring, but domination is boring. Yeah. You know, and, and domination over yeah. a long period of time that we saw from Citroen in the noughties, yeah. we then saw from uh, Volkswagen. Auger and Volkswagen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, that, that is boring. There's no question about that, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it's no, great. It's great now that certainly for a while we had, you know, we had really open competition, and it was never certain. Remember, twenty seventeen, we had what seven winners yeah, yeah, yeah. in twenty seventeen. Yeah, no, um, that was mad. You know, and just, and just, in fairness, this one delivered in terms of news. You know, you look back to Thursday, when all of that drama with Tanak unfolding, it was you know it was catastrophic for, <laughs> for M Sport. It was an absolute shocker. Um, but the whole thing just built and built, and that added to the drama. And then suddenly, you know, you were up there, and then you were down there, and and. Friday for me was great competition. It was. I'm it struggling was. to take it seriously, David, with us lying on Yeah, that's true. Let's, let's but, do you know what they call these in Australia? No. Banana loungers. Do they? Yeah, you know what we would call just sun loungers. They yeah. call them banana loungers. Can we sit up now? Is yeah, that okay? let's sit up. <laughs> it's all, it's all a little entertaining. Uh, but yeah, you're right. Uh, what was the point you just made there? The, 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 the kind of news across Thursday, yeah. Friday, and then by yeah. Saturday it was like, and then the story just shifted into that domination of another stage win, another stage win, another stage win. It, it, was, it was amazing. And I think that gets into the other drivers' heads that they don't expect to beat um, Calais then. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and it's just an acceptance of where they are. And I think that kind of blunts the edge a little bit. I, I agree with you. I, to, I agree with you. I mean, I, I was fascinated by watching Robin Perra and seeing whether he could win every stage. And, and just trying to work out how he was doing it. But you are right, you know, a lack of a battle for the win always detracts something from the event. But let's go right back to Thursday morning because we had some very interesting questions sent in to us about mm. the whole situation with the engine change, whether, whether you know, M Sport had to change the engine, whether they knew 100% categorically that the engine that was in the car wasn't going to work, that it was going to fail. Was the five-minute penalty right? Was it fair? Um, Lots of questions still. Uh, let me just find this. Let me find this, David. Bear with me for just one second. I think you had the same message, didn't you? And it came from our friend Darren. Darren. Buckley. Yeah, it came from Darren. And Darren asked quite a long question. Uh, here we go. Tanak's issues this weekend. Should the team have Sift changed through that the question first and just be aware that there might be aspects that I can't answer. No, no. Should the team have changed the engine? Absolutely. So that's the first. Should they have changed it? Yeah, well, of course they should. Okay. Yeah. Just explain why they should have changed it. Why should they have changed it? Because yeah. it was broken. Well, okay, so they knew it was broken after yeah. shakedown. Okay. Uh, now, the thing is, with yeah, that engine, that was... the other question from Darren was, was it a new or old engine? It was a brand new engine that was yes. in the car on Thursday morning at shakedown. Yes. A brand spanking new engine. Yeah, it was their second of two engines. That's the question's done. That was all Darren wanted to know. We've answered that. We've answered that. So then the question, the further question from that, and it's a question that we've debated over the course of the weekend, was was the five-minute penalty correct? Yes, it was. 100%. You cannot argue. No. Because the rules are the rules, and you cannot go and complain about rules when they affect you, after the fact. No. What you have to do is you have to look at it and say, OK, you know, um, was the situation ideal? Far from it. You know, the biggest draw on Rally Estonia... You know, we have only have eight cars, let's face it, rally one cars. 
uh, here. Um, do we want to lose a car? No. Was it a situation we could have avoided? Yes. Uh, do the rules allow it? Not as they stand. Mm. So what does that mean? It means we have to go and look at the rules and say, you know, for the good of the sport, for the good of the sport, for the good of the competition, for the good of the spectacle that we want to put on, you know, we potentially have to legislate for these situations. Now, the issue you've got is once you start legislating, things get expensive and then things can be exploited. But you have to have then intelligent regulators who come no. up with sensible plans. And there is a way of avoiding what we saw on Thursday, David. There is a way of avoiding it. You are papering over the cracks. Probably. 100%. 100%. What is and the crack? I'm actually going to lie back now because no, I'm so no, no, disinterested. This pushed me, <laughs> me off. No, 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 listen. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm going to tell you exactly Go why you're papering over the Go cracks. On. It's something this sport has done for years and it started with Super Rally. Yeah. That papered over the cracks. Fundamentally, we need more manufacturers. If we had seven manufacturers, yeah. we'd have potentially 21 drivers. We wouldn't Absolutely. be stressing over the fact that we've lost Correct. one driver. Oh, how do we keep Correct. one driver in the chair? Forget it. Get to the root cause of this. Deliver value from the championship. We're talking the same thing. We're yeah. talking the same thing. We, we no, no, because no, you're, you're asking for regulation change. To deliver you're, value. That's yeah, but you're talking about regulation change. That's an absolute nonsense. Forget Why? the five-minute penalty. Yeah. Go all the way back and get make sure you've got enough cars so that if one car has an engine failure, it doesn't matter. Yeah, but David, as it, as it stands, manufacturers are looking at the championship, and you're so right. We have to deliver value. But they're looking, and they're saying, you guys are shooting yourself in the foot. Yeah. You know, no. you, you could, I, if the Tanak had been battling, had been battling all weekend with Cali Robin Perra, mm. the media value, the media value of this event would have been enormous. It would if, have been enormous. Yeah, but if the, if the, the sport was delivering the value it should be, we could have had three Estonians fighting. We could have had a whole bunch of it. Yeah, but no. you're the one that's now not looking at this in the correct way. <laughs> because you're looking saying should have, would have, could have. No, no, Look no, at I'm the saying, reality. Yeah, no, no, fine. Okay, the here and now, Potentially, we need regulation change, which actually we don't. You, 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 we don't. We don't. We don't. Because you can't start fiddling with regulations. Fundamentally, build yourselves an engine that doesn't break. Yes, I agree with that entirely. I totally but agree. But actually, with that. as well, what we have found out uh, and is that it does but, very much look as though it was in in the build process mm. um, that the, the, the engine has failed. And I can give you a little bit of the chronology yeah, of that on. of that day if you want, or well, we can well, say that I think for the about story. my argument. My counter-argument. <laughs> Give me time to think about my counter-argument. So, yeah, apparently, when the boys took the car to be... Went to scrutineering. Yeah. So, before, the fundamental point we have to make here is there is a whole series of, of checks and checks balances and that, 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 that M-Sport put these cars through, yeah. regardless of its yeah. new engine. Every car that's built for a WRC round does... I think it's... Chris Williams said it's like 50 kilometres mm. or something of shakedown running, of just constant speed running of uh, every aspect of the car yeah. is checked and double checked. That was gone through in exactly the same way for um, the, the, the sort of due diligence on that new engine yeah. was 100% perfect. It yeah. showed nothing. And you know, you'd have to be monstrously naive or stupid yeah. to think that M Sport yeah. would risk anything. It's a brand new engine, it was working perfectly. They came here, they went through scrutineering, not a bother. The boys got in the, in the car to drive it down to, uh, to get it weighed. On the way back, they thought it's a bit of a misfire. That was the first that showed. They checked the data, nothing. So they changed the plugs, they changed everything, coil packs, everything that they could possibly change in that engine. Still, it was something was not right. 
at some point they then obviously they went to shakedown mm. and it wasn't right mm. they then had to make the choice they had to then change the yeah. engine and yeah. and they could i'm pretty sure they had engine one here so they could have gone back because that was you're allowed two engines per season so they could have put tanex first engine that he's used up until now they could have put that engine back in um, but you then have to keep that engine in for the rest of the season and you still get a five minute penalty so the obvious thing to do is to put another brand new engine in yeah. that is then going to last you to the end of the season and you suck up the five minutes. But, I mean, people have, you know, there's been some nonsense on, on social media saying, oh, this is M Sport cutting corners. No. Absolutely, you know, no. if I swore, I'd say it's absolute bollocks. You know, frankly, it is because they've, they've dropped the price. They've, the, the cost of an engine, yeah. they've lost that. So they've then put a brand new engine in, yeah. a second new engine. 125, so 130 grand. I, I have no idea, but you know, a money. huge amount of money. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. they have done every single thing that yeah. they could have done yeah. Yeah. Uh, to, to get this right. And, you know, from what I, I've spoken to uh, lots of people in the team, um, and it's got, you've got to say that actually Tanak took it really well because he can mm. see mm. how hard everybody has worked. And, 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 and what he, he understands, David, is those checks and balances that you talk about he understands they're all in place the audit process is there yeah, for checking it through and he understands that this is just one of those freak things that happens yeah, that it happens does. in and he's seen you know? you know he would have been absolutely raging when this thing started to happen but he would have seen yeah. he came out of there and people were on the floor yeah. you know they yeah. were distraught that team yeah. had worked yeah. solidly they'd, yeah. they'd gone to luna Esti rally they'd won that they'd yeah. done their days of testing they've done everything they'd rebuilt cars mm. put and put you know so much effort into everything because mm. this was their one Absolutely. this was their boy at home this was essentially their rally gb yep and, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. and to have it absolutely finished before even get started yeah. it floored um, them as well but, but again david it goes back to my argument you know that we, we we've shot ourselves in the foot as a championship you know <sighs> I do understand there have to be rules and regulations around a sport like this, but I do think we also need to have potentially a little bit of flexibility. I'd hate to see this happening again. I really would. But when did it happen you know? last? Well, exactly. It happens so rarely. So why can't you put in place something like a joker you know, that allows you one change on the joker free of charge each year? Because it will very, very that, rarely that be That is about the only part of your argument that I... I genuinely agree with i yeah, think a joker yeah, yeah. but then you know do you then get strategy being played with that joker but, but i think you would, you've got to accept that you've got to accept that so if you, you know it's there's your one joker a year you can do it once once per team not per car not per driver once per team <sighs> and it avoids but, this but it's I, such a rare situation but from, from my i would still say that if you bring in that joker mm. then there is it opens the door to strategy, opens the door to spending more money. Yeah, it does. It, and, and, you know, there's, there's a whole bunch of things that go on behind that they're playing within the rules, but mm. they know they've got a certain number of engines, a certain number mm. of cars, and, mm. and these mm. things can be played with. And, just and you know, nobody breaks the rules, nope. but they run to the absolute <laughs> extremity of the rule. And, and, and they I just interpret don't the rules, David. They and, 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 and there know, is no the interpretation with this, Colt. No, no. It's no, a five-minute penalty. That's why we're not disagreeing with the penalty. That's why we can't yeah. disagree with the penalty. And, and, but it's, does it's, that not make it much more straightforward? It's black, it's white, move on. And, yes, we can all sit here and cry about the fact that we didn't have a fight. We're not looking for straightforward. We're not. We're genuinely well, not. We're looking at what's good for the sport, what's to the detriment of the sport. What <laughs> yes, happened no, was agree. correct, but 
big time to the detriment of the sport. It this was. It, 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 but can we do anything to avoid that? David? That's fair and equitable. That's fair and equitable. No, well, no, no, we oh. can't. No, we can't because Great brains like yours can't no, come up with a solution. Uh, yes, I'm, I'm giving you the solution. No, it's not a good one. Go to the root. <laughs> How can having five manufacturers not be a good solution? Well, no, that's a, yes, yes, yes. I agree with that. Yeah, but, but that's, that's a whole different happen. question. It's a different question for a different. But day. no, I can. I, there is an, there's an element that I'm being a bit antsy on a Sunday night and just yeah, actually. Yeah. Well, you didn't get much sleep last night, so I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of forgiving you that. Um, that was Darren Buckley's question. How do you know how much sleep I had last night? Uh, well, you've told me many times already. Oh, I got up so early. Got up so early. Oh, and I've had no breakfast. This was at twelve o'clock when he went for That was at two o'clock. Oh, and I had to walk in because I couldn't work out how to book a taxi. And yeah. oh, and then yeah. he nearly fell asleep on the, the banana lounge. And I might actually have fallen asleep now. You nearly have. Uh, let's. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Let's move on. Let's move on from that because that really was the talking point on Thursday. From then on, the talking point was Rob and Perra. Yeah. And we talked a little bit about his domination. Um, you know, it's his favourite rally, David. He's made no, no bones of that fact. Mm. He lived here for, what, two or three years. Yeah. He, he does feel partly Estonian. Whether he feels partly Estonian or not, I don't know. But, you know, he feels yeah. comfortable in Estonia. Yeah. And that was reflected in, really, the weekend he had. He was so relaxed. He was so much you know, here to enjoy himself. The crowds loved him. We loved watching him. Uh, it, was, uh, you it, know, was, it was a tremendous performance. It, it's partly, we, I would say on this event, we've spent more time with the drivers before and after stages than probably any other event, simply because of the location of them yeah. that we could get around quite easily. And because and, the, and let's get a little bit of credit again for the organisers here, they built that into the itinerary. Yeah. The fact that we actually, you, you quite often, once at the start of the rally, we can always get them before the first stage, but then as the rally starts to spread out, mm. you know, you rarely get the drivers bunched up between stages, just yeah. about on every stage. They yeah. were all grouped together and we had the chance, and that's because the organisers allowed them a bit more time, allowed them that time to, to, to you know, just to, to relax a little between stages mm. and not be so frantic between stages. Yeah. But Dave, it, can, I, can, I, can I put my hand up to something? What? I was a bit frantic between the stages this morning. Really? Mm. So it was most unfortunate. It was an unfortunate situation. So we've come past the stage end. And as you come past the stage end, the road limits are 90 kilometres now. Mm. And they put these temporary, temporary yeah. speed limits in. Rightly so. So I slowed down for the stage end. And then I passed what the temporary speed limit was there for. I passed the stage end. I passed the marshals. So I started to speed up again towards and 90. And got done? I never got done. I just used my, my natural charm and Scottishness, <gasps> but I did get Did they stop you? Past the police car, and he came the other way, and then he turned around, oh no, and then he followed me for a bit, and then he pulled me over, he put the lights on. You know, you have that horrible feeling in your yeah, stomach. Yeah, yeah. And they got out, and these were two of the biggest policemen you have ever seen in your life. Wow. And sir, can I, I see your documents? Yes, which documents? Which documents? <laughs> driver's license? Yes, it's my driver's yeah. license. And then we started chatting, and they were very, very pleasant. They, they breath tested me. They wanted to make sure I hadn't been drinking. I said I haven't had a drink for two and a half years. That went down well. You're um, such a liar. <gasps> <gasps> a proper drink, David. Proper oh, drink. my God. But we just chatted away, and I said, look, I am so, so sorry. I thought I'd passed 
the point, and he said, look, you drive from board to board at 50. Exactly. I said, what speed was I doing, officer? Yeah, 180. 87. <gasps> Seriously? 87. And you know, I was feeling it, I put my hands up and I said... So you were within the 90? I was you... within the 90, yeah, yeah and I was, I was speeding up to the 90, but it was, you know, it was, it was for me, it was a lesson. It was a lesson. Right. And, you know, it was, he said, look, board to board when you have temper. I said, I won't forget this lesson. Thank you, Mr. Officer. So anyway, I, I put my hands up to it. I feel better now for unburdening myself. Sounds I didn't get any, by the way, and they did just say, if we see you again, you know, you will be getting a ticket. And I you'll went, be in jail. Yeah. I'm here. I'm here so you're bringing the good name of Dirtfish into this No, 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 it was a lesson. You know, Dirtfish is all about learning, isn't it? And, and I've learned today. <laughs> so learned today. We, are, we are a school of speed. <laughs> We're a school of, school of driving, a school of learning. And, and I learned a fair bit from that. But yes, you, we have seen, back to your point, minutes ago we've we'll seen a lot more of the drivers yeah we have and and it's given us that opportunity to see plenty of of kelly and you know we've seen just how relaxed he has been it's been i love that by the way you see that you maybe hear that trundling past us we talked about design earlier that's a great design ah, that guy's got six huge cases and because of the way it's designed it's they're just, on top of no each other and no just rolling along for, yeah it's wonderful uh, yes, it's jackknifing now that it's going to go through the wall. He's got, he's got, oh, look at that, the tail end's coming out. Oh, look, is he going to get it, it back quite in again? Relaxed. Yeah, there we go. So yeah. we've seen a lot of Calais, um, and he has been unbelievably relaxed, joking, uh, laughing, talking about complete nonsense with us at times, yeah. and just really good fun. Do you know what he showed us this morning? So we stopped this morning between uh, the first stage and the second stage. Yeah. So we saw them at the start of the first stage. We then went round towards the start of the second stage uh, and beautiful countryside and yeah. you know just hard to believe you're parked up and it's beautifully rural and quiet you've seen very little traffic on the road and you know a kilometer and a half in that direction there's a hundred thousand people yeah you know it's it's it's, it's a very sur surreal experience but they parked up in what was a wood yard but it was also a trials bike center oh, really? so they had all these you know the big the big concrete yeah. blocks and all the rest so i was just chatting with the cali and said have you, you, know, have you ever done trials biking and his face lit up, and he went, yeah, 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 I'll show you something. He said, I don't do it anymore, so I don't do it anymore. I said, you don't do it anymore because Toyota don't let you. And he didn't say anything to that. <laughs> he said, I'm going to show you this video. And it wasn't a trials bike he had, it's a stunt bike. Oh. You wanted to see what he could do on this stunt really? bike. He was doing, he was doing it, bouncing on the back wheel, and then onto the front wheel, and really? spinning around on the front. This was a proper, you know, trials bikes are yeah. those things without seats that, yeah, yeah, yeah. that are light. Yeah. This was a proper, big, chunky, motorbike type thing. Dougie Lampkin. But Dougie Lampkin is the, the trials type bikes. Yeah. That, you know, they're, they're like skeleton bikes almost, yeah. aren't they? Really? But it was big chunky wheels. Yeah. But what he was doing on it was like, whoa. It sounds a lot like me on my mountain bike. <laughs> you know, I looked at it and went, that reminds me of David Evans. But, but that's the kind of, that's how relaxed yeah. he was. No, he was totally. you know, and, and, in, you know, and you've got to say, wherever we were, it, he's kind of been like it all year. In Sardinia, you know, we talked about him teaching us to drift in yeah. Finland. And that's what we forgot to mention that to him. And he, he said, yeah, come to Finland early, we'll go drifting. And we, drifting is, yeah. yeah. yeah I, I, the special. whole concept of you drifting, it's, it's terrifying. I'd be drifting into the armco, drifting <laughs> into the concrete As you barriers. did, into that, um, when <clears throat> we were here for the first time in 2020. It was what happened in that cross-cart challenge, what, what which you can happened, actually watch what on. What happened on as I was, YouTube and it, it was quite entertaining watching, I was consistently quicker than you, David Evans, consistently Ooh. quicker. It, I was. Just, I was quicker than you on no, every in the practice. practice. Yeah, every but then I was finding practice. the limit, and then when it came to the race, I blew you away. When it came to the and race, you went I under the, the moment. Barrier. I had a moment with my vision. 
my visor got covered in mud and I panicked. Really? And by the time I'd actually managed to lift the visor up, there was an arm in front of me and I was underneath it. Um, it was very entertaining <laughs> and you really should go back and watch that one again. That yeah, was, we that should. Was a uh, we should, but yeah, Robin Perra was great. Um, as a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. What about the, the high own lives of David? Let's spend a little bit of time talking about them because an enormously positive and encouraging weekend for them. But you, if you compare yeah. it to their efforts here last year, chalk and cheese. Totally. Totally. Should we be surprised by the team that has its its test base in central Finland and doing well on a two fast finished gravel drivers. Rally? Two finished drivers. No, I think yeah, I think credit where it's due. They've clearly it's an ongoing process and they've done a good job. But but David Evans, but should we be surprised? They were shocking last time out in Africa. Maybe the worst rally we've seen yeah. from them. And that's saying something because they've had some bad rallies. Well, they certainly you have. Know, but what was it, four prop shaft failures, a driver yeah. being excluded? They yeah. were shocking. Yeah, and uh, presumably, I mean, we didn't actually get to the bottom of that prop shaft thing, did we? Must have been a, a bad batch, do we think? Because there's no hint no. of anything, and they haven't changed anything on no. the car. Uh, you know, that sort well, of thing. Lappy hasn't changed his driving style. No, and that kind of thing, you know, it needs a joker to change it. They are dismantling the whole... The media centre's coming down. Rally HQ coming down around, around us. Uh, so if you can hear a bit of clanging, don't Sorry worry. About that. Um, yeah. But no, they've they've done a good job. You know, for me, we can praise Timu, Timu. We can praise EP for what he did. But you know, Thierry was the one that that really did surprise. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we saw him at, at Goodwood last weekend. Talked to him about you know what is it with fast rallies, and he said it's confidence. Yeah. You know, it's the knowledge that when you turn yeah. in, the car's going to work, and he hasn't had that. And here, he, he clearly did. This is the point I made to EP. Uh, EP said that. Uh, you know, he said three days where the car's done exactly what he wanted it to do. Yeah. And I said, you know, that, that's remarkable when we're talking about the high Hyundai, because really since January last year, since Monte Carlo, yeah, that's been the problem. You know, consistency. Mm. You know, and, and as you say, to push hard on these stages, you've got to be, be you know, the car's got to, you've got to rely on it doing what you expect it to do. Yeah. And too often, it's had these moments where it's done something completely unexpected. Yeah. And so, so for, for, for EP to, to be able to come out and say that, it, he said as a driver, that's the first time in any car, he's had a car that's done exactly what he wanted it to do for three days. Guys, it encouraging. is tremendously encouraging. Yeah. yeah, equally, is I don't know, is it easier to set up a car for, for here? I, I don't know. Mm. You know, there's not, there's not so many complicated uh, variables. It's quick. Okay, the second run, it, you know, Friday it dug out a lot more than, than it did. Just, uh, you know, I suppose that the big variable is, uh, it was the ruts, you know, making, making a car that was capable of, uh, you know, dealing with those ruts, you know, in places it was hard and fast, and then on the second pass in particular, it was very, very rutted. So, uh, I think they did a great job. I think they did a yeah. fantastic job, and we're seeing real progress there, and that's without the ultimate contribution of the new technical director, FX de Maison. You know, when he gets his teeth into the project and we start to see him stamping his mark on the car you know we, we, asked, we asked Cyril last night didn't we we said look you know effects has had a, nearly a month now to have a look at the car you know what are the main areas what does he really want to do with it 
he said he wants a new car. He wants a totally new car. Yeah. But but, you but know. that is, you know, that's the nature of a of a technical director. Yeah. yeah. You know, if you'd bought this, it'd have been the other way around. And FX had designed it, and Lorio had come in. Lorio would have said, "Oh, I want a new car," because they go about things, and it's almost a sort of personal and professional yeah. pride thing, isn't yeah. it? They yeah. feel that when you're at that level, yeah. you can always do it better than yeah. anybody else. Absolutely. But you know, it gives them real hope for the next rally. It gives them hope for the rest of the year. In terms of the Manufacturers' Championship, yes, there's a little bit of work to do, but by no means out of that. I think the Drivers' Championship now uh, were very close to, I think it's 55 points, the yeah. gap, very close yeah. to two full rallies. Yeah. Well, we are past, you know, ahead. forgetting power stage but points. Forgetting power stage points, we are past that. Yeah. Uh, but the Manufacturers is still an achievable goal for mm. Hyundai this year, uh, and it's, it's going the right way. There's no need to press any panic buttons. You know, the buttons they're pressing are the right buttons just now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I would take you back. Let's not kind of get out of control here. It's, yeah, totally. It's like that. Kenya, it, you know, you've just said it Sardinia, all. Sardinia, Sardinia, they're up there. Yeah, with, with two Kenya, on the they're on the floor. Kenya on the floor. It's a roller back coaster. Back to the place where they've done all the testing, yeah. back up. You know, yeah. let's actually look back and reflect at the end of yeah. the year. Uh, yeah. Particularly when we've seen some, some running in, in CER on the tarmac. Uh, and stuff. It is difficult because we talked about this in the in the video review, which you can see on YouTube. Mm -hmm. You know the fact that oh wow, Calderon Pera is you know he's the absolute son of God. He's the Messiah. He can walk on water. He is unbelievable. All that blah blah blah. Did you see him walking on water last night? I certainly it was did. Phenomenal. <laughs> and yet at the start of the year, he'd lost it. He hadn't won since Nobody New Zealand. Suggested that. Oh come, come on! on. No. Who, who in the right mind suggested that? Who in the right mind? I never suggested he lost you, it. Not got, for one second. I've got video evidence. No, you, you do saying, not. I would saying, never have said he's you lost. You saying Kelly is yesterday's man? He's done. He's You're finished. Such a liar. <laughs> You're such a liar. Um, uh, but, but it's true though. You know, we've got to. We've got to look debate. at these, these things yeah, with context and in the, the yeah. bigger picture. What they need, they need, they need a kind of your know, bullet train which is fast and consistent and level, rather than yeah. the, the, the big one, big dipper that just keeps going up yeah. and down and gives you highs and lows. Yeah. And they, they have to cut that out because you, yeah. you can't have, yeah, we're going to go to Finland and they're going to be decent in Finland and they might win Finland. Yeah. We then go to Greece. Mm -hmm. And do we start asking questions again when we start seeing things breaking on the car? Exactly. You know, it, but they can't afford that. That no. has to be absolutely cut out. Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, this is this is the issue. Uh, yeah. But yeah, we, let's see. You know, let's 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 see how they um, how they progress. Now, so that's we've talked Toyota. We talked Toyota. Toyota Evans. Toyota. We've uh, talked yeah, Car yeah. We yeah. need to talk kind of Evans, and we need to talk Suta San. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's talk a little bit Evans. Then, uh, ah, you know, he found a wee bit of pace at times today yeah. on the final day. Um, he said it himself when I spoke to him at the end of the event. You know. Looking back, it's disappointing, particularly in relation to where he was here last mm. year. He's still searching. He's still searching. He hasn't found hasn't found the ultimate feeling I, in this car. He yet. hasn't. You can see that because you know there's times we spoke to him on Saturday and said, "When are you going to send it? When are you going to actually really truly engage in this fight?" And he said, "You know that you've got to be careful. You've got to. It's a knife edge, and if you do, you know, then are you going to actually?" go too deep into junctions you're going to lose time there that's not a driver that is complete you know you weren't getting any of those responses from Cali Rovampera he was 100% completely confident in what he was doing and he just got on with it and I think this is there's an element 
of Elvin that, in his own words, he is a very, very fussy driver. He needs yeah. the car in that window. Um, and at the minute, we know that the window of operation with this car, it's not as wide because nope. they don't have the variables with the center diff. You know, they have to. And we saw Elvin changing the, the front diff, mm. front or rear diff, I can't oh, remember. One of the diffs. On, on Friday. On Friday lunchtime. lunchtime. Wow. Which is, you know, that's really early. When you've tested and tested and tested, you start the, the rally yeah. with the optimal setup. Yeah. And you know in the back of your, in, in your head, this is it. This is my car. You know, my knife is sharp here. And then you get in and you find actually the knife's a little bit blunt. Mm. And you're thinking, then you're questioning or yourself. Or you know. And you're, you're questioning, you know, what have I done in the test? Why am yeah. I here? Okay, you can then you can then set aside all of those those concerns and confident drivers will say, ah, the test was different roads. It was too, mm. it was wet. It was this. Uh, but I don't think Alvin's like that. So I think these things do play on his mind a little do. bit. They and do. so from the very beginning, he was on the back foot because he was, he'd had his optimal setup questioned and it had failed. And Absolutely. he then had to go to option two, yeah. which w w was never going to be so He's so going good. through a process, Alvin Evans, and he's going through a process uh, of discovery in terms of this new Rally 1 car, but also a transformative sort of process where he's having unfortunately to look at his driving style and we know that he drives intuitively and yeah. that's how that's how the very best in the world do it they don't actually think i remember talking to peter solberg about oliver remember yeah. when we went up that time to make that video in um sweet lamb almost four years ago now three four years ago and i talked to peter about you know what advice are you giving to Oliver about driving and he looked at me as if i was mad he said i'm not giving him any driving advice yeah. he said he drives the way he drives i can give him lots of other advice about you know, how to manage his rallies, how to manage his yeah. wreckies, how to yeah. get the best out of his notes. But he drives the way he drives, and I won't tell him ever how to drive. Yeah. So drivers at that level are very intuitive. But what Elvin is having to do is adapt, even if it's marginally, his driving style. And that, when you're doing things which, they're not counterintuitive, but they're not entirely intuitive. You know, they don't come as easily as perhaps you know, the old driving style did. You know, that's a process that takes time. Mm. It doesn't happen overnight. You don't make those changes no. and adaptations overnight. And I, I think Elvin is, is right now in the middle of that process. And I'm hoping it comes good. I mean, there's no guarantee it will. But I, I think knowing Elvin Evans the way we know him. He'll work at it. it. You know, he'll work at it tirelessly. There's, there's nobody tirelessly. works harder in, in, yeah. this, in this championship than Elvin yeah. Evans. You know, he yeah. puts his heart and soul into it. And he's one of the best drivers in the world. He will figure it out he and the, the team you know the team are committed to him they'll continue mm. it is difficult for the team because on one hand you've got a driver who's sort of saying eh, you know i'm struggling a bit with the car so they question the car yeah, yeah. and then on the other hand they've got this guy but, but you know Calais driving style is is more aggressive it's more sideways he steers with the mm. rear of the car way more than elvin does mm. it works with that car you yeah. know i remember years ago you'd have freddie loikes in in the whole range of Mitsubishi Lancers struggling like hell with with the way that the the transmission system worked. I can't remember what it, it was the Sprague clutch or whatever. That's the one. It, and it worked with when when the when the car was on boost, it was yeah. giving you four wheel drive. When it came off boost, it was into front wheel drive or rear wheel drive. I can't remember which. Very 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 odd transmission setup. Yeah. And and I remember talking to people and saying oh, it doesn't work. You know. How can that work? And yeah. they would point me in the direction of four world championships yeah. for Tommy Mekkinen yeah. and say, you know, why would they change that car? Yeah. Freddie Loikes is, you know, he's not winning. He's not doing anything. I think it was only, I think, you know, obviously Burnsy drove brilliantly and, and could cope with it. Gronholm had a bit of a go with it, but it was only Tommy that could do he it. He mastered and, it. Yeah. 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 And, and I'm not suggesting it. in any way that 
that the Toyota is, is in, in any way kind of out there like that was. Yep. But there are nuances to these cars mm -hmm. um, that the team would have to question. Okay, do we change that? Well, if we change that, that's going to that's mm -hmm. detract from what Calais wants to do with that aspect of the car. Yeah, it will give a bit to Elvin, but you, you're going to be a brave team to take away from your winning driver and give to the guy who's... who's and that's not. exactly why we're hearing Elvin saying he has to change his driving. Yeah. He, he, he yeah. has to go to the car rather but than the car coming to him. That's the problem. You know? And you said it at the top there, Cole, that it's not instinctive. Nope. And, you know, when you are, I've said this a hundred times this weekend, when you're turning into these corners at 160 mile an hour, you are on your wits. Yeah. It's all instinctive. Yeah. If you second guess yourself one second, you're in the trees. You're in the trees. You're out. Yep, you're absolutely out. And Elvin is not the sort of driver who will take it above that limit and end up in the trees. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Takamoto-san, another one who really is struggling. You know, you look back to... to I can't believe what you told me at the end. What? That how... You know, he was he, oh. how he was quite upset. I can't. I'm I saying that you didn't give him a cuddle. No, I wanted to. You should have given no, him a cuddle. No, but David, David I would have given him a cuddle. We Jack know. Us, and I'll give you a cuddle in Finland. Cultural kind of things. I didn't know whether that was the done thing to do in the Japanese. Of course, it country. is. Is it's it? Taka. I know it's Taka, but He's you know, sometimes I didn't know. I just wanted to really wrap my arms yeah, around him and say. You should have done. You know, but what I did say, I gave him a few bugger. words of encouragement. As did Elliot, our cameraman. Yeah. He said, he said, we believe in you, Taka. Oh my God, yeah, that's it. He's, he must go home feeling so much better. Oh, Elliot. <laughs> it was a lovely thing for him to say, David. He was, and it was, he was genuine. Oh, David. Anyway, uh, Takasan is, 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 is it too much to say he's struggling and he is suffering a crisis of confidence? Yes. Is that too much to say? No, is it a crisis it, it's of exactly what he is right is it now. A crisis of, is it a crisis of He needs of to get back to what he's doing. You know, he just needs to remember that he is a brilliant, brilliant driver. He yeah. is there, he is yeah. in this position in the championship on merit. Yeah. Three or four years ago, he was there because he was a Japanese driver yeah. that was showing great promise with a Japanese manufacturer. No, now he's a podium threat. When he's on the money and on his metal, he can do it. Yeah. But now he is, every, like we go back to that thing, he's turning into corners, questioning, is it, am I done this right? Have I break too late, yeah. have I break too early? Well, forget it, Taka, just yeah. do what you do. No, I, think, I, think it's, I think it is exactly the same situation as Elvin. I think he is having to adapt as well to, to come to the car. And, and yeah, I but think towards the end of last year, we saw great speed from him. Was we it saw, great speed? It, it was, was good speed. Yeah, no, it was. But okay. we have seen great speed in the past from him. Yes, it was good speed and it was yeah. genuine progression. Yeah. And I think there's been a few bumps in the road. Yeah. In recently, obviously, Safari was, was pretty yeah. miserable for him and then the testing yeah. crash here. Yeah. Um, it, it's difficult and to get in the car yeah. and drive on the back of that, it is tough. Mm. But he needs to know that, yeah, it's tricky because there's been a, you know, there is speculation. Of course, there is with all of these drivers about the future. But from what we heard today, his future is safe. Oof, yeah. He needs to get in there, and he just needs to to drive the car. And yeah. it, it's way, way easier to say than do. Uh, we're going somewhere that he likes, somewhere that he's good. Mm. Finland. Mm. Uh, he lives there. It's his second home rally. He loves the place. Just relax. Try to take yeah. the pressure off yourself. You're right. You know, we, we saw him last year. We drove his recce car around for, for days yeah. before. It was yeah. huge. And if you haven't seen that, then go and check out Carpool Rallyoki, which was which was brilliant fun last year. Um, and we saw a genuinely relaxed tacker yeah. um, who could get in. I can't remember where he finished. He 
in Finland last year. Nor do I. Nor but do it, I. That's, the, that's the guy, you know, and you could see from minute one here, he was on eggshells. When he had the issues with the car, <clears throat> when he had the issues with the car yesterday afternoon, um, when we were at the, the regroup, um, it was, he just looked like a driver that was just under so much pressure. It, it, at times it looked like panic, but, but, yeah. but you know, it wasn't. And he's got Aaron Johnson next to him who's as calm as you like. Yeah, 100%. Um, but no, I, I think Takasan, you know, Takasan came into rallying and then ultimately the World Rally Championship uh, with the, the backing of Akio Toyoda. Akio mm. Toyoda came up with a scheme to bring a Japanese driver yeah. to the World Rally Championship to win rallies. And the best of those drivers was, without any doubt, Takamoto Katsuta. Yep. Um, and, you know, Akio Toyoda has moved on, and we've got now uh, President Sato in charge. And yeah. it was interesting because you spoke to President Sato today, yeah. David. Uh, he's given his backing 100% yeah. to Takamoto saying, no, you know, we are a Japanese manufacturer. We will have a Japanese driver. But it, and he's the best. That, that's got to help. That's I, got to help. Of his course confidence. it has. But ultimately, it won't, though, because he's still staring down the barrel of, a, of whatever finish yeah. today. And just the fact that. You know, he didn't do this and he did do this and, and on all of that. But, you know, for me now, we need to get past the he's a Japanese driver thing. He's a driver. He's a, dri he's you're a, absolutely he's a right. world championship you're absolutely driver right. and he's there because he should be there. Absolutely. And, you know, a man who scored, what is it now, three podiums, I think he's had yep. in the Something championship, like um, was remarkably consistent uh, for a while and, and building for a while. He's not lost it. It's just, no. just a matter of getting there. Um, final word for, we've talked a fair bit about M Sport at the start and Oit Tanak. Final word for Pierre-Louis Levé, because he again deserves, I think, mm. high praise. Great time in the power stage when a lot of drivers were pushing hard. Yeah. Consistency, no huge moments, no dramas. I don't remember the last rally. He's finished a couple recently without mm. big problems, but there's always been a little drama, some sort yeah. of drama along the way. No, more no progress. Dramas. Good no progress. Dramas. And he's, you know, he's taking all the right steps. He's making all the right moves. And it's coming, isn't it? Mm. You know, we've said this for, for much of the year. When the cars are working, when the car works and he works, it's good. And Should. we are, we're getting more and more speed from him. So. I like, I like Pierre Lulu as well. He's yep. one, of, one of the most polite drivers out there. There are some drivers that, you know, as you said, David, we spent a lot of time chasing them around uh, this weekend. Who's the impolite one then? Come on. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't like to tell tales. Then don't. But what I'll tell you, and what I'll tell you is there are some drivers out there who could not be more welcoming and understanding of what we're trying to do. And all we're trying to do is to, is to tell the world how great they all are. Yeah, and that's what we love doing, and that's well, the great thing not, about it. Not necessarily, job. but just report fairly on, well, on them. Yeah. You know, well, when they're well, not great, exactly right. then we have yeah, to tell. We, we, exactly right, exactly right. Fair and accurate uh, reporting. And someone like that. Pierre Louis Levet is always open, always open, always willing. Who's always closing? Come on, you've opened that. I've told you, I'm not telling tales. Um, <laughs> Thierry Neville, the, the the best driver out there for being open and honest and giving 100%. his time. The best. Anyway, um, yeah. that's another story that we'll save for another day. David Evans. Now. Uh, not long to wait until Rally Finland, but in the meantime, there's something happening on at Dirtfish Central yes. that um, I'm sure our Rally fans might well be interested in but hearing about. Rallycross Fest next mm -hmm. weekend it is absolutely worth taking a peek. We will have Dirtfish Live Centre up and running with the great Jack Harrison, Nate Tennis, Josie, Josie Rimmer, all of them. They'll all be taking a turn at the wheel. Uh, it's great. Rallycross in in america is a little bit different it's kind of a single venue rally yeah. um over there at at dirtfish in the beautiful 350 acres just outside mm -hmm. seattle it's a great event it's a hugely well supported event uh it's it's about the grassroots it's a kind of bring your car uh, it, you know it was sold out weeks ago um 
it's not a high-end motorsport thing it's a, just about club motorsport having a great great event but it shows it demonstrates what dirtfish is about yeah. you know here we are reporting on an incredible win from Kelly Rovenpera at the absolute pinnacle of the yeah. sport world champion uh, and then we go in two weeks to Finland for more of the best rallying in the wi whole wide world and in between times we're reporting on rally yeah. cross fest you know we cover every aspect of the sport Absolutely. it's all as you know we yeah. take people from <laughs> their first time in a rally car we take them from there we teach them and that's where rally cross fest is fantastic because yeah. what you'll find is that quite a number of the people who are competing actually have their first experience yeah. in a rally car at Dirtfish yeah. Rally School. 100%. You know, it, really is, it really is a wonderful... So um, tune into that. Yeah, tune into that. It'll be great. I'm yeah. certainly looking forward to that next weekend. So folks, there we go. If you have any questions on all that you have just heard from David, particularly what you've heard from David, um, leave them <laughs> in the comments section below. But don't make uh, them too or, difficult. No, don't make them too difficult uh, because, uh, yeah, because he, he quite tired get a bit now. grumpy and he's quite tired. <laughs> but do leave them in the comments section below on the website um, or, you know, via Twitter if you want. You know, no problems. Or, or, any of our social channels, let us know what you think, any questions you might have. Send them in. We're always really, really delighted to see them. And David's always delighted to answer them. Isn't that right, David? A hundred percent, if I can. So listen, folks, it's been wonderful talking to you as always. Don't forget Dirtfish Life Centre, as David mentioned, from Rally Cross Fest at Snoqualmie, the Dirtfish Rally School there next weekend. If you've missed anything at all, if you want to... You know, maybe come along with us for our little adventure here at Rally Estonia. Go back and have a look at the Dirtfish Live Centre. Join, Join the journey. Join the journey. Join, Join the our journey. journey. Yeah, but join our journey and make sure that you, um, you know, you, 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 you sample the atmosphere. You see all the action, the drama, some great pictures, great videos, some wonderful audio updates uh, from the stages. Jack, you were with Jack, of course, in New England Forest Rally last week. Week before. Last, last weekend, week? last weekend, David. Yeah, yeah, last Sunday, I was in New England. In New England, yeah. And Jack came up with the perfect tagline, which we are going to, which we're going to run Ooh. through Dirtfish Life Centre. There's more to the rally than the race, and it, there is more to the rally than the race. Always and we're is. all about yeah. everything that yeah. is in this. this more this to the race. rally than the race. That is so true, folks. And um, go away and think about that one. Yep. And we'll join you again next week for another edition of Spin the Rally Pod. Mm -hmm.